Welcome to Bob Slash Chat. Hi, John. <laughs> you beat me to it. Yeah, Very I good. I'm impressed. What we need around here is some uh, sound effects. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's... <laughs> anyway, It'll the sound make... of a car crashing, yeah. the sound of a crying child. <laughs> a runaway train. A runaway train. Yeah. It all works. Yeah. yeah. Um, how are you doing? I'm doing really well. Good, I, good. Go ahead, drink, take a drink. Of Always water. nice to get to, to get be seated here at the <laughs> on Monday morning. <laughs> Terrible. So uh, you had a question. You're supposed to spring one on me this time. I did. I actually was talking to Kevin. Yeah. Um, sweet Kevin, our friend. Yeah, yeah. And uh, we were talking about like the world where things are going lately, yeah. and you know, culture. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, you know the AI, you know issue. Yeah. And then I told him, I said, "Is it wrong for me?" And this is a question I have for you. And I, I mean this. It sounds. It's going to sound like a weird question, but is it wrong for me to want to for things to go worse and worse and worse in the world so that Jesus would come? <laughs> is it wrong? Uh, yeah, that's a very good question. Uh, it is a good question. Yeah. Uh well, maybe it's <laughs> yeah, I mean, okay, so here's the deal, right? So there's a few things I'd say. Because my eschatology would, would suggest... Everything's getting worse. Yeah, it's going to get worse. It's yeah. going to get worse. And then Jesus right? comes back and makes it all better. Exactly, yes. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I would say, I wouldn't I wouldn't necessarily say that you should uh, that we should hope for things to get worse. Like, I think that language is probably unhelpful. Yeah. So what I would probably say is, um, things are going to get worse, but we want Jesus to come back and make it better. So I think we can hope for Jesus to come back and wish for him to come back. Uh, we're actually told to do that, right? Yeah. Uh, at the end of Revelation, come Lord Jesus. We're told, uh, you know, we're told Maranatha, like we yeah. pray that Christ would come. Um, so, I mean, I think we can rightly uh, pray for the return of Christ. I think wishing for things to get worse isn't necessarily the best way to approach that. <laughs> like that's that's uh, like a sort of an inverted way to get a, a good thing. Yeah. Uh, so I would say it's not it's not necessarily wrong to want Christ to come back. Wishing uh, like ill will on the world so that Christ comes back is probably unhelpful for yeah. our souls. You know. Yeah. I mean, uh, Paul says, uh, you know, do good to all men, especially those who are the household of faith. Yeah. So there's a sense in which we are called to do good things and yeah. actually like benefit the world and move it and move it in a sense forward and help people. All the while knowing that uh, the whole world lies in the lap of the evil one, and we yeah. are uh, we are essentially on a crashing bus. Uh, if that makes sense. Yeah, it, it, it does. I, it, obviously, the question was more tongue in, t- tongue in cheek, mm-hmm. but I do think that. So the 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 real question is: so then, how do we keep our minds focused on Christ right. and on the future? Instead of thinking, oh no, the whole world, yeah, yeah, just like, you know, we're not coming back from this. We're not yeah. coming back from, you know, the, you know, the, the, the moral failure that it yeah. is our, our, our country or our culture yeah, or, totally. uh, you know, the financial, you know, crisis, crisis yeah. you know, we're so not coming back. They're just, you know, so how do we, how do we think about Christ and yeah. think about the future, the real future, not yeah. just five years from now but you yeah. know five billion years from now yeah, know, yeah right? totally yeah and I mean I think that's one of the hardest things I think in any culture I like in any uh, culture in any time period Christians have always sort of faced like the reality that life is going to be hard yeah. Yeah. Uh, Paul told the Ephesian elders through many tribulations we must enter the kingdom yeah. of God next 20 so we should expect there to be hardship and suffering pain and trial and all mm-hmm. those things are going to come we live in an age when we've been 
like unbelievably blessed and yeah. and and we've had total religious freedom we've had financial independence as churches yeah. we've had uh, the opportunity to have a Judeo-Christian culture, more or less, you know, yeah. uh, we're far more moral right now than the ancient Greek culture yeah. was. We're far more moral than all yeah. of the ancient Near Eastern cultures were. Uh, we're, yeah. we're far more moral than the ancient Islamic cultures. So, I mean, yeah. we're looking at like a way more moral system that we have right now. Even right now, with all the chaos and all the all mm -hmm. the moral degradation, uh, there's still vestiges of Judeo-Christian care and those kinds of things. So. Um, yeah, the sexual revolution obviously is very challenging. Things are coming apart, but we still have find ourselves in a place that's still better than those things. So yeah. um, I think there's a sense. I think uh, we have very short-sighted uh, awareness of history, and I think there's a sense where we're like, well, it's worse now than it was in the 50s, therefore everything's yeah. going to heck in a handbasket. And, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. We get sort of jaded and bitter. Yeah. I think that's just a misunderstanding of history. You know, we yeah. do have, there are bad things and there are bad things coming and there, and there are bad things that will cause Christians suffering. I mean, there's probably a, a very good chance that in the next, within the next generation, Christianity in America will be a minority and will be mm -hmm. under uh, some heavy persecution. But again, like that's what the church should expect. Yeah. I think we yeah. just need to prepare ourselves for that and realize that the present day is not, is not real. Yeah. Um, and then realize that... <laughs> I mean, the best thing the Lord could do for us is help us live for the future yeah. and not for the present. I think we, we tend to, I do, I tend to live for the present and all the blessings of life yeah. and how easy it is to live here. And the truth is, it's, I, think, I mean, at any point, uh, things could turn in a very, very bad way. Yeah. And we just need to be prepared to die and be prepared to suffer for our faith. Yeah. So It's super interesting because I think that it actually, cre how I'm thinking too is it really, it, it, it's such an ethnocentric way of looking at totally. this, right? Because in, in India, for example, yeah. people are not thinking we live in a Christian culture, no. right? No, they're not totally. thinking uh, in Saudi Arabia. What's they're, in the not, world? Yeah, yeah. they're not thinking about that <laughs> in Oman, and yeah. you know, just you know, name you know, yeah. anywhere not, else yeah, in the world. They're not thinking, yeah. oh wow, like you know, you know, culture as we know it is dead. They're yeah, thinking, yeah. <laughs> what? <Yeah. laughs> We've been dead for five thousand totally. years. Like, uh, so it is really interesting because yeah. I, I feel like that's sort of like an American phenomenon to think, yeah. you know, our culture as we know it, totally, um, it's dead because of the of, of this Judeo-Christian like, values, yeah, moral degradation, yeah, loss of Judeo-Christian values. Yeah, I mean, I went back in history, but you're right. You can just stay in the current period of yeah. history and just go just go uh, horizontally yeah. Yeah, east. out, <laughs> east, east or west, or west, <laughs> and it's nothing but problems. So I mean, yeah. it's I don't, I, yeah, I think we've we've because of our national identity and because of how we think of ourselves as Americans and all those things, just get on a plane and fly anywhere else in the world and yeah. sit down with members of a church there and they're like, what? Yeah. You know, the end of what? <laughs> what is happening? It's a what? You know, they don't, they, all yeah. that is, all that is totally not on anyone's radar yeah. because they're just busy trying to survive yeah. and, and preach the gospel and suffer well, you know? I yeah. mean, it's really hard to be a Christian in a lot of places in the world right now. Uh, there's there's the highest place for uh, martyrdom in the world is Nigeria yeah. right? because of Boko Haram and the and the yeah. killings that happen there because of Islam. That's that is normal Christian life yeah. for a vast majority of people. Not like like cookie cutter uh, suburbanite Christianity yeah. with a big church with good AC. You know? yeah. So yeah. we've just forgotten that. I think that's good. That's a very good point. Yeah. How do so. we keep from either thinking about this is the end of the world um, how, how do you yeah. personally I, I, yeah, that yeah. might be a, more of a personal question to you 
Like, how do you keep from thinking personally, like, this is the end of the world, mourning the America you grew up with right. in the 80s, yeah. uh, and also, or or maybe 70s, no, yeah. <laughs> <Sure>. <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> At some point, we'll do a Bible slash chat on who looks older. <laughs> we don't know how to do it. Yeah, I think uh, we already know. Knows. We already know. <laughs> Uh, but I think that as, as you are, like, how do you personally, because I think that obviously you've been around the world, but not mourning the the, yeah. the, the, the culture, not even Christianity yeah, that you yeah. grew up in, but even just keeping in your the front the forefront of your mind, just how, how even the early church used to look at uh, Christ's coming, and that, yeah. that, that is what actually brought solace into their lives, totally. you know, even around Christians around the world, yeah, right? Totally. Right now, you mentioned Nigeria. Yeah. Um, you, you're looking at, at countries in, in Africa and Asia mm. uh, that are going through persecution, and the believers there are constantly reminded of uh, Christ is coming, Christ yeah. is coming. Totally. Uh, and then I think we've forgotten that. Yeah, we just totally. want to say, well, you know, we, you know, the elections are coming. Yeah, let's, yeah, yeah. <laughs> 2024. So yeah. how, how do you, how do you guard, personally, how yeah. do you guard against that? Yeah, I think that um, that's a great question. I don't know. That All my questions are great. <laughs> I, I, no, no, it's very good. I mean, I don't know that there's an answer. I think if you get on new, on the news and you start ingesting lots and lots of news, yeah. you forget. Yeah. I think you start to forget. Even even like well-meaning news sources, uh, you know, even well-meaning Christian news sources can give us a sense of like the world is coming apart at the seams. Yeah. And we're just watching and observing the destruction of the American model, the American ideal. Yeah. You know, this great experiment. You know, all these things are falling yeah. apart and we can get a sense of loss and all those things and mourning. Uh, I think it's not wrong to look at something and say, hey, this, there was a time when Christianity really did flourish here. Lots of people really did come to Christ in America, and it's a huge blessing. Uh, I do think uh, we have to have that heart that says, like, the Lord, the Lord is, dealing with, is, is dealing with things that are much larger than yeah. what we see. Yeah. And I think when we see things in, in the microcosm of our lives, we begin to think yeah. that way. Uh, and also, I think like just so. So number one, having a broader vision like that, the yeah. God's vision. Number two, talking to other Christians in other places yeah. and visiting other places. I mean, goodness sakes, go support a missionary. Yeah, I, yeah. I, that's the best thing. You know, in Spain, yeah, I mean, yeah. you know, you guys yeah. did the re- the Reformation just hit Spain, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like literally. You know, yeah. so I mean, five like years too late. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, honestly, like you know, yeah. there's been no Reformation in Spain. Yeah. And then the third thing I would say is is talk to other believers in places that uh, that that you would think of as very hard. Uh, it's yeah. been very encouraging for me to meet with guys who are pastors like in like in very difficult places in Los Angeles or yeah. very difficult places on the East Coast where they, they're just doing the work of the gospel yeah. and it's and the work is continuing. You know, that's yeah. the thing that's so glorious. God's church will be built, you know, that yeah. Jesus will build his church yeah. and the gates of Hades will not prevail against it. And we will and we we may suffer personally and, and that's part of life. Uh, but God has given us, as you said, a better place, and, yeah. and Christ is coming. So, yeah, yeah it's funny because um, in India we were so struck by the fact that in America the gospel offers the gospel offers metaphysical salvation. Mm-hmm. We know our sin, we know guilt. The gospel offers us that, 
but we don't experience the need for physical salvation yeah. because life is so comfortable. Yeah. Like yeah. if you hurt, there are a hundred ways to stop the hurt until you get something that hurts so bad that it kills you. Yeah. But you can stop all the pain. There's no need for that, right? There's no need for like, the, the, I mean, just our physical suffering is, we live in a bubble. We're very comfortable, right? Yeah. We never, we, are, we all live within our normal temperature range, our yeah. most comfortable temperature range all the time. We have air conditioning all the time yeah. or heat all the time. Uh, we just live in all and this comfort. And we complain when we don't have it. Yeah, and when we don't get it. We're, yeah. <laughs> or even when it breaks a little bit, right? Yeah. And then we're like, it's so hot. You know, I'm dying at 74. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My ideal temperature range is 72 to yeah. 72.5. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, we just live in this, like, incredibly yeah. comfortable heaven, effectively. And and so, but if you go to India or you go to Africa or difficult places in the world, uh, South America, this uh, everything south of the U.S. border, salvation is both metaphysical and and physical mm-hmm. there's a promise that salvation is being taken away from the sufferings of life which are like much more frontive in those yeah, cultures yeah. and being taken to a place where those things will come to an end it's funny that um, in Revelation 22 it says there's the very beginning of it he says uh, he wipes away every tear yeah, yeah. so that's sorrow but he also says there's no more pain or yeah. suffering or loss the things that we sort of insulate ourselves from uh, those things are taken away uh, when we're in heaven. So yeah. I, I, you know, I think that that awareness that, like suburban life, that the the American ideal isn't all it's cracked up to be. We've tried to make something here that, though incredibly comfortable, is not necessarily good for our souls. And that God is offering us something much better through Christ. Yeah, so. uh, that's super helpful. Yeah. Thank you. Guys. Anyway, hope this is helpful for you. Yeah. Uh, good questions. Thanks. Yeah. Um, if you have any questions or you'd like to interact more over these things, you can always email us at info at faithbibleoc.org. Thanks so much.